Welcome to the AFUL podcast, and it's still Traintober, and we're still talking about trains. We're also going to talk about why you should never spell part backwards, because it's a trap. What's up, guys? Morning, Man 23 and up in the corner, we've got, you know him, you love him, Brickstar, a.k.a. Jabo. Oh, this guy me. over here, what can I say about him? He's got trains in the title, but he's always talking about space. That's Joey from Brick Trains. All the way from Indiana, we've got Tom from Hoosier Brick. Welcome, Thank Tom. Thanks for having me. Good to have a guy that knows how to make a city in a train set. <laughs> a guy who actually builds stuff. Yeah, we just talk about it. He actually does it. I couldn't do it without the instructions, though. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> love sets. So, this is our Train Tober podcast, and uh, as Earl said, we have a special guest. And uh, well, let's talk about your layout. Uh, you and uh, Chris, the last time, I, or the only time I've seen your layout co uh, together was at Brick for Alabama last year, and uh, I was hoping to see it this year. <laughs> Well, actually, this year and then next year, <laughs> Javel's yeah. already corrected me. I can see it. <laughs> this has been a long year, but it was in January of this this year that we all got together before we knew shows were all going to be canceled. Yeah. Do you guys collaborate that any kind of way, or do you just do the uh, just show up and put it together? Uh, it was collaborated. There was a lot of private hangouts, a lot of live streams. Making sure we had everything right. Road plates is going to meet up. Train tracks is going to meet up. I spent a year on mine. Really? Of course, mine was like 34 feet long. I That's think. And so you can't even, can you display that or build the whole thing where you uh, have it now, where you store it now? Oh, I have, I can hold 16 base plates. What's the total 16. length? 33 34 feet was last year's this if we would have be going in january or february again there was going to be three of us at roughly 50 feet apiece oh wow 50 feet each, <laughs> 50 feet each. So is, is this a part of your regular layout that you're building on all the time or is this a separate that you just uh, it's my regular layout. Okay. So you just take a section of it and with you and join it to theirs? Yeah. So every, anytime I build a section, I don't know how well you can see it, but I got shelves in the back. Uh -huh. And it's got all the buildings. And then the, bottom, the bottom shelves hold all my mills plates. Then I got a big pile of mills plates beside me. I'm switching everything. Over. Last year I was doing... Two by thirty-two mills plates. This year, this time I'm doing nine thirty-two by thirty-two mills plates. Wow! So I got big squares. So hopefully, it only takes me half the time to set up. So you, you're permanently connecting a three by three grid of thirty-two by thirty-two base plates. Yeah. Wow. And Do you so, find that easier to to transport? Uh. <laughs> Well, I'll let you know when I do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna have to build a crate. I have to build a crate. And put all the milk. 
Great. And you take your own tables, right? No. No? We use the uh, event tables. I wish I could take my own tables, but it would just take up so much space. Okay. We spent hours leveling them up. We were taking tables from people that hadn't set up yet because theirs was a little bit better than some of the ones we had. And yeah. yeah. That's kind of one of the things that the uh, uh, the L-Gage guys, they want you to build your own tables so that they're you're not working off of banquet tables and having to spend that extra time. But that is a lot of work to transport tables. Mm-hmm. Expense, yeah. uh, expense mm-hmm. and expense of traveling with them. I mean, it's, you know, that extra weight's going to cost you gas if you yeah. got to make them lightweight and then make them too lightweight they can't support the the massive buildings like <laughs> hoosier's got yeah <laughs> so are you sticking to any of the l gauge standards or are you guys just working off your own base only thing really we go by on l gauge is the track ballasting so you you, you most everything that will work will be six wide. Because remember, we had the problem with the big boy. <laughs> there. It was just a little bit too wide for the bridge. <laughs> I, fixed, I fixed that problem on the corners, though. Oh, you did? <laughs> Move so the trees. We'll be wiping out trees now. <laughs> I, went, I went from the, the Lego R40 to R88. Oh, that's the, a big change. And R72 on the inner loop. Okay. So that'll make it nice just, for the bigger locomotives. Yeah. Just for Joey. Earl, did you see that video of uh, uh, Joey's big boy taking out Tom's trees on his leg? No. It swung so wide, it just it was just knocking them over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was starting to take them down. And I heard bricks are hollering out, just let the train do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is, that on, is that on your channel? I think it's on Joey's channel. Yeah, Joey posted it. I posted it too. Yeah. I'm going to have to look for it now just for that. (laughs) (laughs) So you got interviewed by Beyond the Brick, didn't you? Or is that Chris? They they interviewed both of us. Okay. That was was fun. That's the first time doing that. Have you gone back to look at the comments on the video that they posted? I haven't in a while. Yeah. But I did. Probably the first couple weeks that the video was out. Mm-hmm. Sneak getting that feedback from people. <laughs> I'm sure you get a lot of positive feedback from the public at the shows. Oh, yeah. That's what makes it all worth it. Yeah. And if, if it, they didn't do that, that would stay here and I'd just go hang out with you all. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that you guys do that's really well, you have some – some of your buildings and stuff are mocks and some of them are, are modifications of the Lego stuff. So people can walk up and they look at that and they like, I recognize that, but yet it's different. And you know, you've, you've added to it and made it, uh, you, you know, you made it a lot better, but yet it still has that same look and feel that, that of a set that somebody could go buy. They like to crystallize. They crystallize. Take a modular <laughs> for Chris it and put a three in one or four in one. Yep. That, that's where I learned it from. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Tried to stay with you know, he said he likes taking a building and modifying it, but you can look at it and still know 
right what what the set what you know what the set is Mm -hmm. no i think that's i think that's a good idea Um, i wish i I did more custom stuff so the the you had some box cars that you had stickers on like different soft drinks like dr pepper you had uh, some pink bucket nation stuff going on. I mean, were those things that you just made yourself or did you? I, I seen some, some pictures online and got to looking at it and said, I can make those. I made one and it looked all right. So I was like, well, Chris likes Dr. Pepper. So I made a Dr. Pepper one. I like Mountain Dew. I made a Mountain Dew one. Uh, I think the next one's going to be, so I got to make one of those. And yeah. A couple other people want me to make some other ones. Yeah. Just uh, OK Brickworks. I contacted them. Told them, you know, how many studs, how many bricks that I wanted the decals. A week or so later, I had them in the mail. They do some. They do some good work. I like. I liked your stickers. The the customization of your box cars and stuff look really good. Mm-hmm. They also uh, they made the stickers for my detective's office as well. Okay. okay. I, I wasn't going to spell slice and dice out in tiles. <laughs> we we were trying to convince Joey to to this uh, set aftermarket stickers aren't necessarily bad. Yeah. <laughs> They they keep trying to convince me. I you know <laughs> look oh, the big boy has those micro decals, and then the uh Greyhound bus that I had there is a sticker that we made on the on a cricket, a friend of ours is cricket. Uh, so I, I'm I'm okay with custom stickers. <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> so you, you know they're 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 coming out with these new road plates. Year or road tile system or, or whatever it is. Yeah. So what do you I think? Have, I have cut enough of these <laughs> that if I wouldn't have cut them, I could probably retire. <laughs> you could just sell them. Yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking about going to those stickers? Or are you just gonna keep on with the tiles? The road I mean, If those become hard to get or the price jumps way up when i run out i'll probably just start brick built roads yeah well if it make you feel better i think um the gray the dark gray dark bluish gray base plates have been the worst <laughs> that lego has ever made as far as uh the way they issued them like they split them for one thing the straights are probably you cut your straights you cut out any of them that you use, you end up having to cut, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, but to me, they're going to be the least valuable over time. I mean, of all the base plates they've made. Well, they've probably yeah. produced more of those too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think so though? I mean, over time when people are still trying to complete layouts with those and they don't make them anymore. Well, well okay. quit making them. <laughs> quit making the gray ones and they're still pretty cheap. <laughs> The old ones from the 80s. Yeah. The ones that are expensive are the ones that came with the train shed. I think it was the train shed or the, um, no, the, ro- the road, cr- the crossing. 
the nine volt bridge crossing. There's those that have the 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 green. They have the black road and the yellow stripes. The yellow stripes. Okay. Those are the most okay. expensive ones. But when they do away with them, how long you think it'll be before we get them back? <laughs> do they ever do anything that we actually want? No. Well, they did me once, but I'd already bought them on paid outrageous prices for it. That's right. They did bring them back, but it's pretty quick. The blue they had a different number with it, but they did. They packaged them the same way. <laughs> they didn't put two straights together or two curves together. Well, didn't you used to be able to buy them that way? You could buy. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that was always the way it was until this gray plate system. And I don't yeah. know if they thought, oh, our T-junctions aren't selling, our intersections aren't selling. Let's put them with something else. I, um, I bet you that's it. They they ended up with all the curves and the T's and the crosses, and they're like, ah, we got to figure out a way to get rid of these. Let's put them with the straight ones that everybody wants. And they did it with the train track. I mean, who who needs additional curve track? Or I don't even think your your average part time Lego builder who only builds their trains once a year needs a bunch of curve track. No, they just need a circle to go around. Yeah. Yep. Y'all need some. I got drawers full of it. <laughs> curve. <laughs> well, you're gonna have even more now that you're going mm. to the wide radius. Yeah. Yeah. I put the wide radius on uh, my main layout. I really like it. And the big boy looks a lot better and doesn't knock any trees over. So. Yeah. <laughs> I still might have to put one tree just, just to bring <laughs> Just close enough. Yeah, you're not making a challenge. <laughs> oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> I will knock the tree over. <laughs> if I have to be wings on there. <laughs> So all, all of your trains on there, you use the batteries. You are using the um, power functions track, correct? I I'm, I have no nine volt or twelve volt. I got started late in the game. Yeah. So when when I started, it was the white passenger train and the blue cargo train. Mm-hmm. Was the two trains that were out so I bought the white one and then I went into a store like your all's bargain hunt uh -huh. and they had four of them for like 40 bucks a piece oh wow <laughs> so I bought <laughs> bought all four of them to make one big long train and yeah, that was a mistake because look what it did now, now you got addicted more yeah, I know that so you're, you're, you're probably gonna stay six wide then. You ever have any plans of trying to go to eight wide or I mean I could right train come about. Yeah. I know I keep buying the brick model railroader sets <laughs> and and I've only built one. I just I don't know, I just can't do it. I can't it's um so I was looking at your uh one of the last videos you had you had one which one was it where you were showing off one of the, the last brick model railroader trains I think it was a box car I think it was a box car but it had it looked like it had upside down cheese slopes and and side to side 
Look like it's a pretty impossible building. <laughs> They're not Maybe impossible. We can talk is. about when Glenn's on here. Yeah, I'll say that for next time. So, to, in order to get the the realistic details, they've done a lot of things that are not traditional Lego build types or whatever. And there's some of them are not stable, and some are not cl even close to being stable until you put them together, and even then. Um, they fall apart. And in fact, when I, I was doing the video the other day, because they sent me those knuckle couplers. Yeah, that's what it was. That, okay. trying to mess with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't even, I should film everything because those, the, what do you call the wheel set? The truck. The truck. The yeah. Truck. They got, they use the little robot arms for angle pieces and they, they're popping off all the time. Uh, I need to glue them. And I don't really want to glue them. <laughs> hey, I said a little bit of Elmer's is fine. If well, your stickers are okay. <laughs> I was thinking you pretty much got to take everything apart and rebuild it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize when I got it, he didn't, he just sent them to me. And there was no note or anything. And then in the process of doing it, I was like, there's got to be instructions for this. And they're on the website. So I got to go download uh, the instructions on how to, to use them. I personally, it's something that's going to be, it'd be hard to change all of your, um, your, freight, truck, your yeah. yeah, to that. Um, but it does look pretty neat. Yeah. And, and the thing that's disappointing for me, and I, again, this is something we should talk about when Glenn's here, is that it's Katie couplers. <laughs> and I have no O scale that uses Katie couplers. They're more realistic, which is why they used them. They're more to scale, but I don't. I even the the high dollar locomotive I got that's made by Lionel doesn't have those. Now, did you order the big kit he put out? I can't Lionel? tell you. What's that? I can't. I can't. I'm not allowed to tell you. Oh, so <laughs> yes, I did. So that would be a yes, but you haven't received it yet. Yeah, I haven't. They haven't. There's uh, one of the parts they haven't been able to get. Oh. Yeah, oh, wow. because of all the stuff that's happened. Yeah, that oh. thing is pretty huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have y'all ever heard of Brick Train Depot? Yeah. Uh, I buy a lot of, you know, their instruction kits. Mm -hmm. And they got some six wide cars that are pretty cool. Uh -huh. So that's a six wide box car. Is it pretty so stable? Oh, yeah. It looks mm -hmm. pretty long. It's 54? 54 studs long? Yeah, I, I've looked at I've thought about buying some of their instructions. The only bad thing is it has the bearing kits. And same problem Bricksar was talking about. It's only held on by a little clip. Hmm. And the wheels want to fall off. Oh, well, that's one thing about the brick trains. The wheels, at least the wheels stay together pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think theirs is, their wheels are glued, aren't they? Or at least one they're, of they're, them. They're assembled. Yeah. Yeah, so they don't come apart. And they got bearings inside the Technic piece. So, yeah, they, they, they won't come, the wheels won't come off of the, the bar. Yeah. 
Well, not to, to pile onto them guys, but it ain't like Lego was very good at this either. No. This is the, the Santa <laughs> Fe sure. and that upside down piece. I know it's video or it's an audio podcast, right? But these poor cars, this piece always, you, I can't make it around my track well, more than a couple that, times. That happens on almost all of them. If the wheel, if the whole wheel assembly doesn't fall off, the, the uh, coupler, the magnet, that little piece yeah. pops. And then you gotta take the wheel off to stick it back on there. It's yeah, really, really trying to change my mind on not to build those cars. Yeah. <laughs> back in oh, the day, when when I started doing YouTube videos, um, I would edit out the mistakes or the problems. And I did a video. One of the things that helped me get traction on YouTube was the Santa Fe train. I set it up going around the house and on the living room and stuff and. Uh, yeah, those little pieces would fall off, and I'd go fix it. And it's like I should just do a video, just let it run until it falls completely apart. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Almighty R? Almighty R? Yeah. Have you seen him? He's been working setting that twelve volt thing up for like a month. Twelve volt. Um. So um. He's yeah. got like this whole room. He's setting yeah. up every. And it's like he just—he's doing these vlogs with all the technical difficulties. Has it's pretty. <laughs> this is why you do not see twelve volt very often. It shows. There was a guy that brought some to Brick Fair, Alabama, uh, uh, the last time I was there. He wasn't there this time. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy at Brick uh, Brick World Chicago twenty what's twenty nineteen. And uh, he had a little setup, probably maybe four by six. And, I mean, he had all the stuff on there, but he was having to fiddle with it quite a bit mm -hmm. to just, you know, he would hammer on the table. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's in the instruction booklet somewhere. Yeah. It, 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 I want to get from Stanford and son. So, <laughs> yeah. but the 12 volt is. I haven't seen his video setting it up. I have seen him do previous large room setups, and it's on the floor, which is doubly hard. Well, he set up a deal where it's like every, I think it was every week, he'd have a new episode, and he'd tell you what the plan was, and then the next week, he'd tell you all the problems he had with that plan, and then he'd show <laughs> <laughs> It seems like he's been working on this thing for six months. Yeah. 12 volt is very time consuming to set up. It's not like the power functions or the, even the nine volt where you just snap the tracks together and you're ready to go. Uh, you, you deal with a lot of issues with 12 volt. Hmm. So out of the 12 volt and the nine volt <laughs> power functions, what, what's our favorite? Yeah, as much as I like the nine volt, I think the power function is the easiest to deal with. I would have to probably agree with you. I, I like the power function because it's easy to run double motors in a like a B unit or, or a larger diesel motor. Uh, uh, are, are you talking old power functions or powered up? Well, powered up. Yeah, that would be a different. Yeah, so far I haven't really cracked the, the code on the power powered up to get everything like I want, like I had with the power functions. Because, you know, you had that little switch and you could run two motors and have one re reverse polarity. So you could, it was pretty easy to do that with the power function. Um, you know, we really talked about, you think they went to power it up just to be 
app friendly? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I really. I. That's my opinion. I blame children. <laughs> this is the. They the, this the technology that they're using and the the um, the way that app works on your tablet or your phone is something. I guess this is the way kids are taught in European schools or maybe even here in the U.S. I don't know. And they know how to do the that modular programming. Essentially, is what it is. And I, yeah. when I look at the app, I'm like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah. And I and I, I I don't feel like dealing with it. What about you, Tom? <laughs> Have you dealt with it, the, the powered up? I prefer the power up over the power functions. Okay. Oh, really? I don't I don't use the app. Okay. Use the actual controller. Okay. Like I had two trains running in Alabama this year or last year, whichever one you want to call it. It's been so dang on long. Uh I used Two train or I had two trains running. I used two controllers. I had two motors in each train. So we'll have to. You have to. Now I did a video a long, a long time ago about getting that to work. Uh, I, think, I think what you was you was trying to do was two motors, one battery pack. See, I used two battery packs. Oh. Okay, so you got two hubs. Yeah. So did so you have all? So you were using two controllers to train to run one train. No, no. You can, sync, program. you can sync both hubs to the same channel, and it's instant. If you set one motor here or one engine here with the with the hub in it, and one engine here, and you click them to go, they take off at the same time. Click them to stop, they stop at the same time. With the old power up when you have the IR receiver, one might catch the signal and one might not. So you would be running one on speed four and the others running on speed three. Right. So yeah, that's that's why I always that and I guess that's why I was trying to run the powered up against one battery hub because that's how I ran my power uh my power function. You would put both motors to the to the IR receiver, but you put that switch that they that Lego made that toggle switch, and it made the one motor run backwards. So you had you had the uh, controller, and as long as the IR receiver got that signal, both motors would do the same thing, just in opposite directions. But it ran your battery down pretty quick because you're running one battery, two motors. Yeah, I think I put. Fresh batteries in the morning, and then we went to right around lunchtime. Hmm. Oh, that's not bad. I changed the batteries again, so they've got real good battery life. But I was changing, you know, four battery boxes too. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It ran. It ran smooth. I had when Chris grabbed the controls and tried to act like he knew how to. Run the trip. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like the I like the new power up over over the actual power function. Yeah. Well that's good to hear. Yeah, I I think in the probably in just the individual train sets and stuff, the powered up is 
it's just fine. I mean, it, I've I've worked, but I I don't know. I still like the. I guess it's just I don't like change. That's that's. I think that's what the key is for you and I is. Yeah. The change and something can actually be better, and we're just fighting it. Like we're like the people yeah. that want to hold on to the English system here in the U.S. Well, it's kind of like those road plates. You have so many of them, and now they're changing on you. Oh. Yeah. Another reason that I like, you know, I like to power up over the power functions. I have a, my layout so big that with a power up, I got to chase the train down. Oh, yeah. Because that infrared. With, with the Bluetooth, it don't matter where the train is on the layout. Even if it was going through a tunnel. Mm -hmm. or you stop it it picks it up it stops or you start it in the tunnel it'll pick it up whether it's you know 20 30 foot away i, I was gonna say now you guys are getting ready to you're you're you've got 50 foot each right so that's 100 feet and bluetooth is i can get far enough in my basement that my powered up will stop and lose sync and the train stops i would think after about 50 foot you guys might not be able to control them from one end of the train layout to the other. Well, we're not we're not going to set up like we was. We're going to set up in an island. Oh, so going around yeah. instead of like one long thing. Yeah, that yeah. Then you'll fun. never be ten foot away from any point, yeah. really. Yeah. I like the <laughs> island idea better, even though I'm old and I hate ducking under. <laughs> we did think some things through. <laughs> 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 it makes more of your layout viewable to the audience too when you do that. Yeah. You you also have to think like that. It, it's easy to think uh, one sided. You know, uh, I know some of our early layouts. We were when we were displaying at the train show. We were against a wall, uh -huh. so you just had the one side. But when they decided to move us out in the middle of the gymnasium. You know, I told the uh, my dad and the other people in charge, I said, well, thanks. Now I have to come up with three more sides to a layout. <laughs> well, I had one side. You just you just asked for a curtain so they can't they can't get behind you. Very. Well, I guess that's true. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't mind the guy behind the curtain. <laughs> so, Brickstar, what's your favorite? Nine vote, 12 vote? It's it's really um, it's very hard for me to decide, but I, I I do love the nine volt, the whole era of the nine volt. I like the ease of setting the nine volt. Uh, the one thing I don't like is I'm going to have to modify a lot of things now because what we're discovering after 25 years is that the nine volt cables dry rot, <laughs> and I have most of mine that I've owned for a long time are starting to dry rot because I didn't do anything to oil them or whatever. It's like a baseball glove you never took care of is what it is. Right. And um, so I'm starting to run into those things. But being that it's just it's just wiring, I could use any wire I wanted to as long as I'm touching the rails. So I do like that feature of it. And the rails themselves need very little cleaning. Um, they've held up over all this, these years. My motors still work. I've never had a motor die yet, but I don't run them nonstop like people would at a show. Yeah. So I, nine volts great, but I really love the model railroad feel of the 12 volt era from the 80s uh, with the remote control switches, the the lights, the automation. Um, 
and all that, but it does look kind of weird with that center rail. It's kind of more like a Lionel look to them. But we, that's kind of what we grew up with too. Here's yeah. that change thing again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if Same I wanted thing. to make a big layout, a huge, massive layout, I will go with the blue track. <laughs> so stinking cheap. <laughs> you you talk about spending five dollars for a straight track with nine volt. It's like thirty cents for a blue blue straight track. Right. See, we were, I was on when they come out with the new the new power up. I was on the verge of switching everything over to nine volt. Oh wow! And they. I was on. I was doing the same thing. I I wanted to go to nine volt just so I wouldn't have to deal with batteries, and I was more. Uh, I, I, I I say I was used to how, like HO trains and Lionel trains ran with the with the power. But what convinced me to not go nine volt totally is the wide radius track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like I know the. First year that I took the big layout to Philly, we were the the old power functions, <clears throat> and I was changing. The trains were so long; it was just it was killing the batteries. I was changing batteries like every hour, hour and a half. Oh, just yeah. to keep, you know, just yeah. to keep the train going. And I was like, I I can't fight that. And I started to look and. Uh, I got with Aaron, and he said he had a big bin of nine volt track and had all the regulator, a bunch of regulators and stuff in it. And I was like, "We went for it." <laughs> and he said, "Well, I have to go through it and see." And before he can get back with me, they come out with the new power up, and I got my hands on a couple of those and was like, "Joey, started playing with it. How can I run more than one?" And whatnot. and then. And how easy it was, and that it shot on, you know, it did, didn't miss a beat. Or take off, they both took off. Yeah, I just saved myself a bunch of money. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and it's best to go with what's um, currently available. <laughs> yeah. Two. Speaking of nine volt, did you uh, ever do any uh, uh, running the uh, Jabo? Did you ever do any of the uh, running in the trains the wrong direction? No, on the I see that. So we talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago, and I have not done that yet. I need yeah. to get the nine volt track. So, yeah, Joe, Joey was telling me the last podcast about the there's directions, the direction sensitivity of the nine volt track, and also a lot of people have not realized or just now realizing that. Even though they look the same, the nine volt track and the power functions track, they are not the same. No, the dimensions wise, there's a little bit of variation because of the metal rail and things. Yeah, the actual mold of the nine volt track is. I was looking to see if I had a piece there that was part. Uh, it, the yeah, the mold's different. It's a different mold. I I used to get mad uh, before the power functions came out. There's the people that would sell the test molds of the nine volt yeah. track, but there's no there's no metal rail, so it was like before we got power functions track, we had this track that was power functions that was labeled as nine volt that was red, but it's no rail. No rail, yeah. It's not. It. 
I I got a piece of it right there, but I can't reach it. That in such abundance, all that test mold stuff. It's it's because they actually make it. It's not actually a test mold. <laughs> <laughs> These guys know that this stuff people will think it's rare. So they, there are people that actually make it in the factories and sneak it out. I'm guaranteeing that's what's happening. They're, they're not, these aren't just a few test molds that people got their hands on because they are in abundance. Yeah. Well, yes. I work at a plastics factory, right? And putting red into an extrusion process is probably the worst thing you can do because it's so hard to get out. So I can't imagine I, I have no idea why Lego would use red as their test mold, but maybe this is one of those things that's not really true. It's that maybe back in the day somebody sold some red pieces and got a lot of money for it, and so now everybody say, "Oh yeah, they use red because it 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 shows them the stress marks and uh, all this," and and the, you just got a bunch of people in Germany on Bricklink that are making a lot of money selling red parts. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's a conspiracy by Lego. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got a, a red two by four brick. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Those are extremely rare. I think mine's number three. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Chris was the one that started that, that whole thing. Yeah, and he told me to do it and somebody beat me. So somebody else got number two and I got number three. <laughs> yeah. I had to stop at 200. They, everybody's killing me. <laughs> I can't keep up with the numbers anymore. Yeah, that was all. That was all, Chris. Chris has started a lot of stuff, hadn't he, over the years? Yeah, he started a box. Remember when he was doing his Bricklink store and he he got a box. He got a he got some parts in a box, so he autographed it and he sent it to somebody else, and he wanted to see if, how many people could sign it. Yeah, oh, I don't know whatever became of that box. That's the one I I sent him. Yeah. He has he has talked in in live streams and in, in post shows of thinking about doing that again. Oh, okay. Yeah. We might need to get a sturdier box. Because <laughs> that Lego box, I don't think it could survive too many postal trips. <laughs> but, you know, I think that Chris's, the thing that he did that I think is amazing is I think he was the first... Now, I don't know this because I don't watch the guy's channel, but I think I'm pretty sure he's the first YouTuber that Jane Bricks ever mentioned by name. Huh? Um, well, I don't because, watch Jane Bricks either. So that's what I'm saying. I don't because <laughs> um, he doesn't. He use he, Jane Bricks doesn't even refer to his own viewers by name until they started paying, you know, with Patreon. But um, he, Chris did that project with his. Sigfig Tower. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, I wish Chris hadn't deleted all his videos. <laughs> he had a lot of good stuff, man. <laughs> he collaborated with Brick Show. I mean, he did a lot of things. He he found an old laptop that has all of his videos on it. All of his videos? All of his videos. Oh. I am... Trying to talk him in. Just post one, one a week. Yeah, don't post them all at once. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. these are things that Chris is responsible for. <laughs> he was like the one that. Um, well, he got a fall man in trouble because everybody said that a fall man was copying him. 
All he, all, all he thought man was doing was making a city. Like only Chris could make a city. <laughs> Chris was God. the only one on YouTube allowed to make a city. God bless. What would they say about me? <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny things like that that would happen. Um, what else did he? He's so many things. He's like Chris was like the glue of the community back in those days. Yeah. Oh, he, he, got, he had one lady that wanted to take him his gumball machine video down because she said it was her design. And it's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> didn't, um, didn't Brick Show swipe that design? I think everybody, that design, the, the, the gumball machine is so basic and there's so many people out there. I mean, it could have been Astonishing Studios could have done it. Uh, Brick Show done it. I mean, there was nothing um you can't you you can't prove that that was yours because it's it's yeah. a basic design. Yeah, there's always somebody wanting to take take credit. When it's well, what they want to do is take the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I have seen people that have taken other people's designs that they freely share and then try to sell them. So, yeah, that's and I, I hate that when that happens. Yeah, yeah, I like. I got a lot of the brick train depot stuff. And every time I run across it in a video or somebody asked about it, like, nope, that's not my design. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. And there's nothing. I, I think it's cool to, to, to get somebody's design to support them. If you want to support them that way. But yeah, when people start asking, it's like, if I paid for something, <laughs> To get the design, it's like those the brick model railroader stuff. I paid for that. I'm not going to show you the instructions, right? <laughs> and people well, like San Diego Comic Con stuff I bought. Um, there's some that nobody posted the instructions. People are always asking me for the instructions. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, Chris, well, Chris been responsible for a lot of things that. Dresses your sig fig at conventions. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's talked about doing that in Bama if we got to go. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I don't have to do that now. <laughs> That's a double-edged sword. I'm glad and I'm not glad because I am way behind on getting anything oh. ready. But I'm gonna miss seeing everybody. Yeah, and I know yeah. this has only been my second time for for, for Alabama, but. Yeah, I, I cheated last weekend. I went went down to Tennessee. Unfortunately, Chris had to work, but I got to see uh, I got to see Bama bricks from Alabama. Dude, Jude drove, went to the Lego store, and of course, probably 20, 25, 30 lug members. Oh, right. wow. Wow. it was one of the all days for the lug. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's the only thing I don't uh, I miss about being in a lug. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, the other thing, uh, uh, it's not the only thing I miss. I just don't have the time to do the, um, to, to, in order to stay in a lug, you got to do so many meetings and shows. And I don't have personally have the time to do that, but it was nice getting a discount on bricks sometimes. Yeah. That, the closest lug I have to me is Indie Lug and it's, you know, and they need, they require you to make so many meetings, which is fair, but yeah, there's no way I can make the trip. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can. 
I drive three hours to Nashville for the lug when I can drive two hours to Indy. Yeah. Indy. Not, not the lug. I just don't like Indianapolis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not I mean, lost anything in Indianapolis that I need to go back and get. So what Lego store there? I I don't think I'd go back in that one if they paid me. I can't even you know, I got a I've been there, but I can't even remember. That's how remarkable it was. I think I got I got access to like the second best store. Well, maybe the best. Because everybody always talks about the one in Florida. The uh, the one at Disney Springs. Yeah. But the one in Gwinnett County here in Georgia, it's Sugarloaf Mills. That one's pretty big for a Lego store. And, and it's got the best staff. <laughs> I was going to say, it's got to be the people that make the <laughs> difference. Yeah. Because the one in Florida is just big. But, it's, yeah. you know, it's nothing special about it. So, so in other words, we all it's need to... We all need to get a hold of Jabbo and send him on pick a brick missions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't like going there because it's it's too far away. Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I only go there when I'm getting paid to go there. It's got to be a work trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, oh, there's a trouble in Gwinnett. I'm on it. I got it. Don't worry. I'll be <laughs> Volunteer. <laughs> I know where I'm going for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we covered what our favorite Lego theme 12 volt 9 volt is to operate because that's basically what we talked about but what quickly or not have to be quickly but what would be what is your favorite theme to collect or hoard or always what's your favorite as far as trains or to collect yeah your favorite train yeah I know what it's going to be. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, that red passenger train I have. The yeah, the newer. The, well, it's not new, really. No, it's not. No. Old, no longer new. But at the time, that was one of the best values because it was like ninety nine, ninety nine. It came with the track, the motor, and uh, and I, I think I got two of those. And then I built some coach cars, and then I I parted together a bunch of carriages, and I've got it. I've probably got 12 or 15 cars to go on that one. So cool. Yeah. His red train was why I did the white one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's pretty long. <laughs> it's pretty long. Yeah. I, now that we have the interest I'm thinking about getting two hubs to replace the two power function motors. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I have from Bricklink. Don't get it from, uh, I'll buy it from Lego. Yeah. Yeah, it's cheaper to get it from a set than it is to buy it as an individual pack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the battery pack alone from Lego's fifty bucks. Mm -hmm. And I think you can buy the battery pack on Bricklink right now from you know eighteen to twenty three. Yeah, because wow. people are parting them out of sets. Yeah. And, and that brings the price down. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your favorite uh, train theme, Hoosier? Man, <laughs> I have to pick one. Yes. <laughs> well, we all love trains. <laughs> uh, I kind of like the Santa Fe. Yeah, 
I, I would have to say that probably the nine boat Santa Fe, uh, I thought Earl would probably say Metroliner or, or the BNSF. I would, have, but, I would have, but you said to collect. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's, that's what I do. I have the Santa Fe over there collecting. Yeah. <laughs> it's collecting dust too. Yeah. <laughs> Jabba, what about you? Well, um, I like you. I like the Santa Fe, uh, but um, I don't, I got the complete Santa Fe. So I got two locomotives. I have all five versions of the cars, but my favorite to collect to have unnecessarily ex extras of is the Horizon Express. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That weird building in it too. I never built it. Doesn't it have some, some pieces that you got to put sideways and jam yeah. in there or something? Yeah. The doors and oh, it's got doors. <laughs> 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 that white train that uh, the Hoosier bought, it don't have doors. <laughs> no, it don't, does it? Not that it matters. I <laughs> I just made it. I made, I got mad mad about that in a video, and people got all upset that I got mad because it didn't have doors. <laughs> it's a toy. <laughs> you are a toy. Oh, yeah, that's from Toy Story. <laughs> you know, I figured one of us would at least mention the Emerald Knight. I, you know, I, I did think the Emerald Knight. I, see, there were so many. I, I don't. The Emerald Knight's the only actual sealed train that I still own. Oh, it's sealed. I have wow. a sealed one under the table. Now you're scared to open it. Oh, man. How many of you have, Jabbo? I had four. Don't remind him. And, yeah, that's, that's, my, that, that's a bigger regret now than the Grand Carousel because oh. I, I bought those. They were like marked down like 20% when I bought them. Put them in my BrickLink store at double what the, the price was. I said, oh, okay, those will sit there. Then somebody bought all three of them one day, and I was like, what, what will happen? <laughs> and, then, yeah, they were gone. And I never did build the extra cars, so you, it looks uh, naked with only one car. I know you just did the vid, the Pablo with the train motors. Do you ever do? You're picking an order, and you you're like, "Oh man, I can't believe." Well, I think you bought something one time. I did those little thing guys. Yeah, I was like, "Wait a minute, got little binnies in my store." <laughs> <laughs> Taking those out. <laughs> I think the thing that I don't like about the Emerald Knight is like right out of the gate, you had to modify it to get it to run right. I mean, it, I think Lego even put put out instructions for it, didn't they? It it didn't want to run around the track very well. It still doesn't. I got a modified it, version. It, it's not one you want to move around a lot. No, no, no. There, Did it come with track? Is it designed to go around curves, or is it technically just a display tray? No, it's it's a power function. It'll it you know it it's designed to run, but it doesn't run well. It looks okay. nice. There's there's two trains in my collection that I will not run. I refuse to put any kind of power functions, motors, and that's Emerald Knight and the Maris train. I knew I knew you were gonna say mm -hmm. that. <laughs> because if one of those come crashing off the table, yeah. Or just take me to the hospital. So, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so is your is your marriage train? Is it opened? Yeah. Okay. All right. But I just I can't see that coming. I mean, granted, right the it's 
Santa Fe no better, but I built two replicas of it. So that's that's the one I. You, you do realize it's Lego. You can put it back together. <laughs> yeah, but it would be be my luck. The piece that I couldn't find would be that fifty dollar piece. Or the. <laughs> well, didn't the Maersk? Didn't they do sticker over assembly? Yeah. Isn't that like the nose piece? Sort of sitting there trying to look at it. I, yeah, I think so. I think it is. That's what I'm telling you about. Every time you move it, if the wheels don't fall off, the little bumper with the magnet mm -hmm. thing falls off. Um, yeah. It's a pain. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I ever put a motor in mine, so it's not been on a display or anything. But speaking of sticker over assemblies, it's it's maddening when you've paid a lot for a sticker, like I was talking about my so stupid, um, the uh, Lego minifigure, I paid a hundred dollars mm -hmm. for that sticker. And I mean, I had no intention of ever selling that, that minifigure figure, but that sticker is just like crud right now. And I don't know if it's from shifting from holding that, that big figure, the, the, the shifting of the bricks just a little bit each time has caused it to crack or is it just that it's been on display for six, six or seven years? Well, Lego kind of had a run of bad stickers there for a while. The, the, the Swapwooth camel, the original one and, and the, the same Walker. time period probably. Yeah. I, I have those and the, you know, the stickers are not there. They were like water slides, but they weren't. And they've just, they just crumble up. They yeah. Just, Ooh, that's one I carried at the Jabo. I wonder what those stickers are like. Now that one, I, I took it apart uh, recently. Not, I think this year, I think I took it apart, and it, the stickers were still. They seemed like they were good, but they do they do roll up, and dirt can get on the other side of them. Yeah, but mine rolled up, and then they start cracking. Yeah, I don't think those were cracked on the sock with camel that I had. Yeah, um, the the same thing with the uh, X wing fighter that I got from Earl. Yeah, that's because I over assembly. Yeah, yeah, I was taking it apart trying to keep the. But that was hard to rebuild with the pieces. Yeah, and then uh, had that thing on display from the time you sent it to me, and then Charlie knocked it off from the top top shelf to the he floor. Genius. Yeah, and it broke the. Um, and I think it wouldn't. I can blame him, but I had brittle glue in there in the in interior of it that broke. Mm. Like a two by ten or two by eight brick, brittle blue. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And that's the thing um, with some of the trains. Then in the era that I like in the eighties, I haven't come across the brittleness. <laughs> uh, I hope it's not. It's not like the sixties where you had a lot of brittleness in the late two thousands, um, where you had a lot of brittleness. Yeah. When you hate in ten years, if you're holding your marsh train and it just starts cracking, oh, we oh. won't know for a while. Mine, mine, mine's never coming out of the toad again. <laughs> well, at some point, in the, well, it probably will. I don't know. It may make it up before this one. I, me and Dakota, my grandson, were playing, and and of course. He decided that it was a good day to get all the trains on this shelf over here out. So there's a, there's a, I have shot the video of, I think it started with the Santa Fe and ended up with like the 726 all in one string running around the layout. So he, we got them all out. 
I hope to get it all edited together. Yeah. There's a there's a sticker over assembly I wish I had 726. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the you car. Know, I got one original sticker for that set. Yeah, just the Express, uh, and everything else is reproduction. Mm. I did do the uh, when I had the table uh, with the track still on it. I did do that the uh, uh, never ending train, mm-hmm. and it was so hard because you had to put motors locomotive yeah. in the middle yeah and they all had to go to same speed and i had to put i used nine volt and with nine volt the further away you get from a speed regulator you start getting the resistance so i had to put multiple regulators on each side of the layout and i was able to get it to go around but the, some of the cars would get kind of finicky and derail but yeah i did the never-ending train where it's just going around the the whole layout with no end you you did that with the uh, 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 the Thomas the on actually I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> mention this right now because we've all been duped all night and I just caught it. This is really not Brickzar that's with oh. us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. It's, I'm just saying that trains are, are fun. Trains are fun. Okay. Trains are fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that other guy trains are. He did a video with the uh, Thomas. I, you yeah. had. Uh, you, you guys kept trying to, you know, oh, I was, that's funny. You've also done a video with Thomas where you couldn't even see the table. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody laid out on the table. You didn't even know the table was green yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, you talk about people that have um, a problem with Lego. I got a problem with Thomas. I know. So I got yeah. another video I want to do. I, I literally don't have the space to do the video. So... <laughs> If they ever have a Thomas and Friends convention, there you know it's funny. Sorry, we're talking. Uh, this is not the, probably the appropriate podcast for this, but there are these kids that were wanting to do. I say kids; they're probably in their twenties. Um, uh, a Thomas and Friends um, show, like you know, like we do with the Lego conventions. They wanted me to come. <laughs> <laughs> You do is you could take all your Thomases and you could put every room could be a different couple characters, and then you could walk around your house and just have them. <laughs> the, the Estates. Yes, yeah, Sordor Estates. Oh, it's sad. It's really sad. So, has any has any of y'all ever been at a show and had a train derail and hit the floor? I have, yeah. It was uh, it was a uh, Polar Express that I had built, and we were doing a winter show, and uh, my grandson ran it off the table. But I mean, I just ain't that no was, sense to getting mad. Pick yeah, it up, was, put it together. That was just the last train show, wasn't it? Or the it was because the, the last time we had one. Yeah, that did uh, the last Philly, and I went outside. I left Erica in charge of the layout. <laughs> I don't want to bring this up. Which was <laughs> which was a, a bad idea. And I was outside for like five minutes, and she sends me a text message. You need to get in here. The train <laughs> on the floor. Oh, which one was it? The the newest the newest green cargo train. Oh, oh, yeah. it was easy to yeah yeah go back to get. You know, uh, y- y'all know Banana Berman, don't you? Well, know of him, yeah. Know of I him. do. 
So he uses the white one that um, the white yes. train all the time that Tom got. But and he said he the reason he uses it in so many of his videos is because when it gets destroyed, <laughs> it's easy to put back together. together. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Well, there you know there is something to that, right? If it's especially the stuff he's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. You take the stuff outside. I mean, parts can fall. I'm sure he's lost pieces when he does stuff outside. Because stuff he'll say he said stuff will fall off, and he doesn't even realize that it fell off until he's watching. He's watching the video, and he's like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> the part fell off." <laughs> that one video that they did, where that white train zigzagging through those double crossovers. Did y'all see that one? Yeah, yeah, I think I did. I don't think I saw that one. It's the Tricks Bricks crossovers, I think. Yeah. Man. He did the, the the most impressive one is the loop to me. He he made the, the that white train go through a, a three a, a roller coaster loop, basically. Yeah, he had to get yeah. enough speed. And it took him several times before he finally got it to go all the way around. And each time it it didn't make it, it's destroyed. He has to put it back together and do it again. How many pieces do you think he broke doing that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Lego's tough, but yeah. I mean, it's not yeah, I mean I, that's what scares me with the you know the Marisk and the Emerald Knight. I don't put it back together, but pieces yeah. break or it's at a convention and pieces go outside the rails and they get kicked. You some of the ones with the gold the gold stickers on it. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's the, the hasn't been a big problem, I guess, with shows with like theft. But yeah, the, the there's going to be parts that come up missing, yeah. and that, that happened to me in the lug. Um, when we were when I was still in the lug, uh, we had gone and we went to the Lego store first, and because they had one of those promotions, and it was you is when they were giving out the passport. You know, you can get the passport where you can get it stamped. Yeah, at all the different stores. Um, you still and it. it was the space shuttle, the space shuttle mini build, and I had got one. My son had got one. We both got the same thing: the passport and the set that, that you bought. And there was the set we needed to take to the the lug meeting for the competition we were going to do or whatever. And we were standing there at the. We're getting ready to leave and. One of the guys who actually is a Lego employee, which really made me mad. I was like, <laughs> I said, you have our bags. And he's like, no, these are mine. And I said, no, I think it's my bag. Can you check? No, it's my bag. I said, it's my bag. No. So he would not, he would not even look. And then, uh, so I'm like, I can't find our stuff. And, you know, like two weeks later, he's like, oh yeah, I think this was your bag. And then he lost it. And so I was so mad. I was like, this is my passport. Our set. But he did, he ended up giving us some other stuff that he got for free to make up for it. But yeah, it's just like stuff wander, wanders off when there's yeah. other people around. I'm yep. sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to rant about that. <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know why I'm not in a lug. <laughs> not in the land. <laughs> and oh, the lug. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
because I'm a jerk. <laughs> but I am on, on on brick trains every other week. So every every trains with that Atlanta brick company or whatever. No, they they did have like one of the cars from the Santa Fe, um, and they got. Don't, don't get me on another rant. Um, <laughs> some of the stuff is not necessarily complete. Um, they, but they, yeah, they have very limited selection of that. Um, or if, if, or if they do get it in, it probably sells pretty quick. Yeah, you probably have to be there when they get it. They have a a large selection of like Star Wars, Chima, Ninjago, but trains. Now they didn't have very much. Chima. <laughs> that's, that's not even display worthy to sell. <laughs> Don't tell that to uh, uh, Butt Chop. He'll get mad at you. <laughs> hey man, he's got his own day it's called Chima Day. <laughs> so does does any of y'all have any train projects going on, or in the plans of going on? Uh, I, I don't have any. Um, Thing that like I'm personally planning on designing myself. Uh, I am. I do want to do a comparison of the brick model railroader stuff to traditional HO scale model trains, and I'm just waiting on one kit to come <laughs> from brick model railroader, and then I can do that. That's that's my big thing I want to do, and then I want to do a video with the crocodile. Um, and my slot cars. Ah, so. I the, the current project I got going on is I'm I'm trying to get all my monorail piece piece back together, and you know I got I got all three of the monorail sets. I just uh, I, I'm I was missing the six ninety nine one box, and I found one. It's pretty rough, but only paid twenty bucks for it. But. Uh, only right the battery he's talking the battery box the nine volt battery box no no this box oh you're talking about the box the box the box yeah um, <laughs> yeah all oh, my airport monorail that uh that battery box had somebody left a battery in it so it corroded and i ended up having to take the leads out of a white box out of one of the nine volt and put it in there i got it i got it working pretty good but that's my big project for trains right now i i well I was getting ready to be behind the eight ball for brick for Alabama because I was wanting to, I was actually wanting to take our traveling layout down there, but since that's canceled, I won't be doing that. So I got to oh, reprieve I, I on was, that. I was way behind the eight ball. I'm currently working on the train yard. I ordered, um, from tricks bricks. Yeah. The 3d printed train yard. Yep. Oh, so is there stuff? It's three D print. I thought it's not injection mold. So they are starting injection molding now. Oh, like they uh, the last batch I ordered from, it was three D printed, and oh. of course, if you spend you know so much money, they give you a free piece or whatever. They're qualified for a free piece, and the free piece that they gave me was uh like a a crossover or it was the the cross track mm -hmm. you can like make a figure eight or whatever 
Right. And that piece was injected molded and it was a pretty cool looking looking piece. The studs had rail crossings on them. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Why does it why don't why don't they make those tracks anymore? The crossover? The crossover. I think nine volt killed it. You couldn't have you it would have shorted out nine volt. Because no. it was two rail. No. No, they had no. They have a nine volt. It you can't. They I'm trying to think. There's no there's no configuration that you can make with the crossover that would cause a short. The switch tracks are what cause well the short. Okay. Uh, no, the reversing loop. But why don't they have them that aren't nine volt? Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> why don't yes that I don't know. It's, yeah, that's a good question. It's, it's a five-inch straight track, just like the um, the five the regular straight tracks. There's two five-inch straight tracks crossed over. So I don't know why they they haven't made them in since the nine volt era. Yeah. But tricks bricks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So is your yard? Is the track? Is it going to be where you don't have that 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 funky little curve like with the um, the nine volt? Is it going to be like the R seventy two or something? Yeah, it, um, so like the old, my old yard, I had switch track, then another switch track, next plate up, another switch track. So it kind of, you know, it done yeah. the funky curve. Now it'll be one straight line. Just like a ladder, more like a traditional railroad ladder. With the branches coming off of it. I yeah. think I'm going to have eight altogether. So, wow. It's going incredibly bigger. Make sure you put the MERS train in the middle so it's protected. You still keep it in the box. <laughs> it's, it's going in the train shed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's actually what I'm, what I'm trying to piece together my track, my second mm -hmm. train shed. And then a month or so ago, Joey sent me some videos of a train that runs here in Indiana. I am going to try to build that train. That ought to be pretty easy. That 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 uh, dark green. You should be able to get the enough pieces for that. Yeah. What locomotive is that? Or train is that? It's the French Lick train. Oh. Uh, they have a railroad up there. Larry Bird Express. Well, Larry <laughs> Bird Express. Yes. <laughs> they got. They run a couple different engines, so I don't know what which engine that I want. It's about an hour drive for me. I think I'm just gonna drive up there and see if I can catch it and take some pictures of it. Yeah. And Joey helped me out a lot on the cars. That was that was the main thing, trying to get the the color that I want to use on the cars. All right. So what color did you pick? Did you pick the dark green or? I think I'm going to go with dark green. I think that'll look very classic, that dark green color. As long as it doesn't have any doors on it. <laughs> Those things are expensive. Expensive, in yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to, I cheat where I can. Yeah. I try to, I try to, try to knock out the expensive parts. You should see my BS and F. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> 
See that? See, that's another train that could have made the favorites list. There's just too many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there is. So did you ever get your your uh, Thomas box, your Thomas train box? Mine. Yeah. yeah. What was that? You remind the me. Collection. The eBay lot that you needed the box for the was it a three? Oh no, no, uh, I, uh, no, no, uh, no. Does anybody know anybody that lives in Miami? <laughs> so, so, so yeah. Yeah, Tom, there's a there's a Lego set. Um, the guy has it listed for sale. He had it listed for sale for $25. It had the box in the listing. I bid on it. And I then read the description. It said, box not included. Too large to ship. So I messaged him and I said, I only want the box. Can you ship it? And he was like, no. He or he was said it was going to be a hundred dollars to ship it. I'm like, okay. Then he raised the price of the auction to a hundred dollars. I was like, oh, I would have paid the hundred and twenty-five. Like I bid, I was the only one that bid. It was like twenty-five dollars. I'll pay the hundred dollars for the shipping. And he's he doesn't want to ship it. I'm like, it's the only thing that's of value in your auction. Right. Do I have it listed? It's still listed. It, it, he's relisted it. This is like the fourth or fifth time it's been relisted. Um, he's got its two. He like once I showed interest, I should have never expressed interest in it uh, because he raised the price from twenty five to a hundred. It is not worth a hundred dollars without the box. Right. Sorry. I, this is my rant. My my biweekly rant on the Thomas Brand <laughs> box. <laughs> I hope he's not watching this podcast. You'll never get it. watching it. I'm going to share. <laughs> I'm sharing it. If, you, if, if the next time we do a podcast, if that listing is still up, we're going to show it. Oh wait, we can't right. get the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling him out by name. <laughs> he's in Miami. I know he's in Miami because, or that's where the uh, the account shows as being in Miami, Florida. So no, I know we, I, I we got an A fall that lives in Miami. The Pedro Bricksomniac. Brick Maybe I should say. I mean, if I live close enough, I would say, dude, I, I will come and pick it up. I'll meet you at the post office. I'll meet you at the police station. So, so I'll how, give you a hundred dollar bill. How how big is this box? It's uh, it's large enough that it would cost over fifty dollars to ship. If you shipped it full, because it's uh, it's the Thomas and Friends collector set or combo set, and it's I forget the inches. Brick, brick, uh, it's bigger than that box, I think. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my lord! So, yeah, because of the dimensions, it, shipping it by the post office, it would be from Miami, Florida. With the weight of the pieces, it was going to be over fifty dollars. And then I was debating: do I tell them just to? Cut it and roll it up and send it to. Him. I still think you could flatten it and roll it and put it in a tube, and then when you got it, you could unroll it and you know put it under something to flatten it out and get the roll out, and yeah. then you fold it back together. I mean, worst case scenario, he could fold it in half, and there'd be a crease. Right. And I don't know. It's just dis it's so disappointing. When uh, Joey's sitting there wanting that box for the um, 
the monorail. You remember the box we were bidding against each other for the uh, the six ten train? Yeah. <laughs> you know that box is falling apart even more. Really? Yeah, it's so dry rotted. It must have been in an attic. It's like it's just. I don't know what to do with it. It just keeps falling apart. <laughs> have you got a uh, display case for your train yet, Joey? Uh, I don't, and it's. It, I I found a guy that would make one. I mean, that's what they do is they make these cases, but for the dimensions, it was going to be like four hundred dollars. Oh, I, I really. In <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just keeps getting deeper, and deeper, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to do something. Well, the thing is, is I want the box on display because that's the value, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know sitting right there is not the best place for it. So you need to have it where it's protected in case of a leak or something. You know, I, I gotta tell you, I was pretty impressed. You got those wires, bro. Even when, even. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, man, I wish I could have done this live with him. Cause I'm sitting there watching that video. I'm like, Come on. <laughs> the whole time. I don't know if you can watch my lips moving in that video. The whole time I'm sitting there thinking, Jabbo's watching me, and he's going to just yeah. let up on me because how bad I'm doing this. I was imagining Jabbo like my grandmother yelling at the TV at Rasmus. <laughs> and then you would say it, though. He, he... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh well, like I said, I'm not an electrician. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even work for the phone company. He, he said, I'm putting these prongs here. I don't even know what it's doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's number. It's I, got I got a number. <laughs> hey, I don't know if y'all are aware of it, but Hoosier. <laughs> was it was it Chris that messed up your sign on purpose? What was the deal with your sign that said Hoser Brick? Oh, I, I had a um, <laughs> so I did the business, I did the business cards. I might have one around here. I think I kept them. I don't know where they're at. But uh, I had um, I can't remember who I used, but I had them print me some business cards and a banner. Yeah. So I get the banner and the business cards. I'm like, oh, cool. Go to a show. <laughs> Display it. Pass out the business cards. Three or four months later, go to another show. <laughs> Somebody says, uh, your name's spelled wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. I turn around and look. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and then, then they started telling me, we realized that the first show, I'm like, you <laughs> Hoser bricks. Maybe they thought they were from Canada. They, they yeah. left out. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> like some friends you are, y'all didn't. <laughs> yeah, with friends like that, who needs enemies, right? <laughs> and they still bring it up today. So yeah. So we want to thank everybody for watching another A Fool podcast we are wait what's a full stand for <laughs> fans of old lego but we like trains and this is train tober we've been talking with hoosier bricks tom from hoosier bricks who brings some awesome 
layouts uh, to different shows. Hopefully we'll be able to go to another show and see that. And it's going to be even bigger and better three times or four times or five times the last time. That he did the show. So check out the link below for Hoosier Bricks channel, all of that stuff in the links below. Maybe even Joey will get a card, but thanks for watching the A Fool podcast. We're available where podcasts are actually found and here on Brick Trains. Yep. See you guys. Later. Bye. Bye, everybody.